My name is Dean Proctor, and welcome to today's episode of the What Is This? podcast. In late 2019, I came into possession of several thousand 45 RPM records from the 1950s to 1980s. In excitedly pulling them from the boxes to examine them, and having been a music fan for my whole life, many of these artists and their records were familiar to me. At other times, though, I found myself, after putting one on a record player, asking, what is this? This podcast, focusing on rare records and odd audio from my own collection, complete with their pops, crackles, and Q-burn intact, is an attempt to answer that question. What is this? I want to begin this episode once again by expressing my thanks to those who've subscribed, commented, and shared links to the podcast. Uh, your encouragement, your support of this project has really been appreciated. And if you haven't yet had a chance to like it, share it, or leave a review wherever you're getting this podcast from, take the time today, if you don't mind, please, and help spread the word about the What Is This podcast. Back in episode two of the What Is This podcast, it was called if you can act, you must be able to sing, right? And in that episode, I played some examples from my record collection of successful television and movie actors who were encouraged, and with mixed results, to embark on recording careers. Well, in today's episode, we're going to flip the table on that episode, and we're going to look at successful singers who were encouraged, again with mixed results, to embark on an acting career, or at minimum, at least try it out. So with that in mind, let's jump into episode 16 of the What Is This podcast. It's called, If You Can Sing, You Must Be Able to Act, Right? And the record that got me thinking this way was one by a singer who themselves was forced, I think, by management to become an actor, and with very mixed results. That singer turned kind of actor is Elvis Presley. And the year was 1965. The film was Girl Happy. And the song in question is this classic. Hey, everybody gather around. Listen to that bongo sound. Grab the first one in your reach. Now we're gonna shake the feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the clam, do the clam. Grab your barefoot baby by the hand. Turn and tease, hug and scream. Take right in. That's RCA, release number 478500, and believe it or not, that song went top 20 here in Canada. Do the Clam. I don't think the high ranking of that song is something we Canadians should be bragging about. But Presley's first acting opportunity did come in the 1956 film Love Me Tender. It was named for the song that Presley had made a hit. Love me tender, love me true. All my dreams fulfilled For my darling, I love you And I always will The following year, he starred in a movie for which this song was the title. Crash, boom, bang, 
But as we know, by the 1960s, Presley stepped onto a conveyor belt-like series of movies, including 1961's Blue Hawaii. Night and you, and blue Hawaii. The night is heavenly, and you. And another one that same year called Wild in the Country. Wild, wild, like the deer and the dove. Wild and free is this land that I love. A dream grows wild in the country. A love. And while he often is the one who gets most maligned when the conversation turns to singers who tried to act, he was far from the first. And to look closer at this, we're going to start in this podcast back in the year 1939 and a singer named Harry Lillis Crosby Jr., known familiarly as Bing Crosby. That was the year that Bing Crosby's first albums were released. And that would eventually lead him in 1941 to releasing the top-selling single of all time. I'm of a just like the ones I used to know where the tree that song was written by Irving Berlin, and according to Wikipedia, it's the world's best-selling single with estimated sales in excess of 50 million copies worldwide since its original release. Crosby would become the world's first multimedia star. He capitalized on his singing, then his radio work, eventually his film work, and that included the movie White Christmas, the 1941 release Holiday Inn, both movies included that hit song, White Christmas. Crosby's intimate style of crooning influenced a whole lot of singers as the years unfolded, including one young man from Hoboken, New Jersey, named Francis Albert Sinatra. Like Crosby, Sinatra's career was as a singer, first with the Harry James and then Tommy Dorsey orchestras, and then he branched out into a solo career that would last some 55 years that included massive hits, including this song written by Paul Anka. And more, much more than this, I did it my way. Regrets, I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention, I did what I had to do. It was in the early 1950s when Sinatra's singing career had seemingly dried up at that point that he turned to film work, and he began with a role in the epic film From Here to Eternity. Sinatra's career, similar to Bing Crosby's in its multi-platform elements, because he was on radio, he was on television, he had records, he was in films, and of course he had the multiple residencies in Las Vegas with a group of his friends who came to be known as the Rat Pack. And among the members of the Rat Pack was another singer, vocalist, named Dino Paul Crocetti, 
but he sang professionally under a different name. When the moon hits your eye like a bigger pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hearts will play tippy-tippy-tay, tippy-tippy-tay, like a guitar and Dean Martin was a successful singer, comedian, and eventually actor who turned into one of the most beloved and cool singers of all time. His acting credits, they include co-starring with people like Ricky Nelson, Marlon Brando, Montgomery Clift, John Wayne, and yes, even Frank Sinatra. And one additional claim to fame for singer Dean Martin. He hit number one in 1964 with his song, Everybody Loves Somebody. But he had to knock another song out of the top spot to do it. That song? This one. It's been a hard day's night And I've been working like a dog It's been a hard day's night I should be sleeping like a log But when I get home to you I find the things that you do Will make me feel alright By the 1970s, singers taking a shot at acting was still a thing. One example is the singer who started out in 1966 singing on the Merv Griffin Show under a mask and known as the Covered Man. His real name was David Soul, and even then he claimed he wanted to be known for his music. By 1967, he was acting for Columbia Pictures, and by 1975, he was Officer Ken Hutch, Hutchinson on TV's cop drama Starsky and Hutch. Soul capitalized on the popularity of the show. He had a couple of hits in 1977, including one called Silver Lady and this one, which was a number one record for David Soul. Don't give up on us, baby. We're still worth one more try. I know we put a last one by. Just for the rainy evening When maybe stars are few Don't give up on us, I know We can still come through That's on the Private Stock Records label, serial number PSR-45163X. Now, do you remember the Jim Henson movie called Labyrinth? Well, that was just one of the acting roles that this singer later tried on. Now, David Bowie mostly stuck to artistic and independent film roles, and so as an actor, never really had any commercial success to speak of, but of course as a recording artist, he was a tour de force. What about movies like Silkwood, Mask, The Witches of Eastwick? Much more commercially successful films, and they all starred another singer-turned-actor. That singer was Sherilyn Sarkissian. 
She started out as a singer for producer Phil Spector, and then one half of the singing team that had this hit in 1965. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. They say I love won't pay the rent. For it's earned, our money's all been spent. Cher went on to a vibrant solo recording career through the 1970s that included hits such as this. I was born in the wagon of a traveling show. My mama used to dance for the money they'd throw. Mama would do whatever he could. Preach a little gospel. Sell a couple bottles of Dr. And Cher didn't just dabble in films, she won an Academy Award for her role in the movie Moonstruck, and that might make her one of the most successful singers-turned-actors profiled in this particular podcast episode. One other colossally successful female singer-songwriter-turned-actor is this one. And that is the theme song to the 1980 film that was Dolly Parton's first feature film. Nine to Five saw her starring alongside Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, and that's not bad for your first movie. By the 1990s, and right up to today, the trend of building off of a recording career and attempting to be as multimedia as possible continues. Madonna, the so-called queen of pop has been making hit songs since her first album in 1982. In fact, this was the second release from that album. And only three years after Material Girl was a single and a hit, she was already accepting acting roles in feature films like Desperately Seeking Susan, Dick Tracy, A League of Their Own, and in 1996, Evita won her a Golden Globe Award. So, yes, there are times when it works out well for that singer-turned-actor. And Madonna and Bing Crosby notwithstanding, what I said at the conclusion of episode two still stands when it comes to singers turned actors. Look, if you're a singer and you're good at your job, stick with that job because everybody can't be good at everything, can they? What Is This is a podcast focusing on rare records and odd audio from my own collection of 45 RPM records. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with your own social media circles and encouraging others to subscribe. 
If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, or any episode for that matter, email me at deanproctor at gmail.com. That's Dean with an E. And until next time, thanks for listening.